the college experience South Alabama at Georgia Southern preview on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by MyBookie.ag. winning season continues at my bookie and they're now offering a free $20 bet with the promo code SGP 20. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP 20 to get a free $20 bet with your first deposit only at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by thrive fantasy thrive fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the app store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50 That's thrivefantasy.com promo code SGP sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Sean Green. Sean Green's latest comedy album, This Loss Hurts Us All, is available everywhere iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, and wherever you get your comedy. So check it out. This Loss Hurts Us All by Sean Stacking the Money Green. Yes. Woo-wee. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby swinging Dantabase Dan, AKA pick Dundee in the place to be. That's not a pick. This is a pick and we got Thursday night fun belt action. Yes. The South Alabama Jaguars take on the Georgia Southern, very golden Eagles. I'm excited to watch this one. Two good teams. I think the Sun Belt is just really an underrated conference. Uh, I mean, shit. I think you can make the argument that it, I mean, we haven't seen enough of the Mountain West, or we haven't even seen the MAC or the Pac-12 yet. So I guess I'll hold on to that statement. But read a good good article today about how the Sun Belt better than the Big Twelve, and I think that's it, there could be something valid there. We saw them sweep the Big Twelve early in the year. So I'm ready to enjoy some Thursday night sunbelt fun belt action. Um, yeah. And, and this game really should be a good football game. South Alabama led by uh head coach, uh, Steve Campbell. I like Steve Campbell. He's done a good job. I think uh, the only thing I don't like is the two quarterback system, which he's really been doing. But if there's ever a year to make a case for having the two quarterback system, perhaps it is in a COVID season where, you saw Graham Mertz uh, with Wisconsin get get the uh, get the disease, or you know I don't even know if he got it or if it was contact tracing, but he's out now. The backups out, and it's just a mess. And you've seen it with other players. I'm East Carolina. Uh, I mean, a lot of Navy got hit with it. A bunch of teams have been hit by the quarterback getting the virus. So perhaps Steve Campbell might be onto something. But anyway, both quarterbacks pretty solid. Desmond Trotter. Uh, 46 of 69, 744 yards. In my opinion, he's the one that should be starting and playing majority of the time. Like I said, 46 of 69, 744 yards, 67 or 66.7. So basically 67% completion percentage. And when, when he does complete those passes, 
for 10.8 yards of reception or a completion. However you want to phrase that. Uh, that's, I mean, the guy takes some shots downfield, six touchdowns, uh, two interceptions and even running the ball, 29 rushes, 82 yards and a score. He's the more mobile quarterback. I really think he's the guy that should be the quarterback for, for any, I mean, I don't like the two quarterback system. I think it should be Trotter. I understand leverage getting some, some reps, the backup leverage or, but he also has started some games and I'm referring to chance leverage. I'm probably butchering that last name. I always, uh, I've seen him play a bunch of times, but I always is leverage leverage. I don't know. He's a uh, 44 of 78, 607 yards, 7.8 yards completion, five touchdowns, two picks. So he's definitely serviceable. Um, I believe he's a Juco transfer and uh, yeah, actually I think Trotter might be the, I don't know. Uh, Carlos Davis though, this guy was on my DFS team a, a, a couple shit. I think two or three times this year. This guy's a stud. He's their main workhorse. 97 rushes, 443 yards, 4.6 yards of carry, just two scores. I'd like to see him get the ball more in the, in the goal line uh, or in, in the red zone. But, uh, but yeah, he's their clear workhorse. After that, the closest, uh, uh, attempt wise is, uh, Terry on Avery with 19 for 58 yards and just one score. So expect a heavy dosage of Carlos Davis, depending on what quarterback they go with too. Cause uh, Trotter Trotter can run the ball too. Uh, he's their second leading rusher on their team. Um, so depending on what the, the, the quarterback they decide to go with, I think Georgia Southern that, I guess that's another good aspect of having both quarterbacks Loverich or however you want to pronounce the name is a more of a passing quarterback. Although Trotter still has the better passing stats. He's more of your classic sit back and, and drop back and pass where Trotter kind of can beat you both ways. Um, it's gotta be, it's gotta be tough for the defense to prepare for um, wide out wise. They got two really, I actually, th- I'm going to say they have three really good wideouts. I really like the wideouts on this team. Jalen Tolbert, 26 for 486, 18.7 yards, a catch four touchdowns and Kawan Baker, 27 for 443, six touchdowns. Baker was big last year too. And don't forget about Jalen Wayne, 15 for 222 in a score. They really open things up. Uh, even Davis, they, they do get him the ball out of the backfield, seven for 72. And uh, at tight end, they'll probably go with Brendan Crum or Trent Ty. Both have four receptions on the season. Um, kicking the ball, they're 14 of 15 on extra points with Diego uh, Guarjado, Guarjado, I think it's Guarjado. Um, he's eight for 10 on field goals uh, with a long of 50. So a decent kicker, despite the miss one miss extra point. And uh, when you look at this defense, when you look at this team in general, I, I remember opening the season. Now Southern miss, we we've learned maybe wasn't the team that perhaps we thought they'd be, but uh, I was completely impressed with the physicality of South, South Alabama from an offensive side and, and a defensive side, specifically defensive side. Um, uh, but, but yeah, so they open up with a 32 21 win against uh, Southern miss. Then they, they blow a big lead against Tulane, which I'm sure Steve Campbell still, still losing sleep over that one because they were up majority of that game by double digits. And then they, uh, they get housed by UAB, which is logical. I think UAB's uh, just a better, better team thus far. And uh, then they rebound after a couple weeks off with uh, a nice win against Texas state and a nice win against ULM. 
now, now comes the real test though, because they have a murderer's row coming up with, with uh, Georgia Southern. They're at Georgia Southern, obviously this game, and then they're at coastal Carolina and then they're at Lafayette, Louisiana Lafayette. Oh man. That's three of, of the best programs in the Sun Belt, all on the road. And then they come home to take on Georgia state. Who's good. And then at Arkansas state before a bye week and then home to Troy, that is a brutal, absolutely brutal schedule. So I'm going to say this is like, a, I think this is one of their biggest games of the season because you, you're going to hit coastal and Lafayette next, man, you got to find a win where you can find a win. Um, but so far with the exception of the UAB game, I thought they've been really good defensively. I mean, the most they've given up, if you take out the UAB game, 27 to Tulane. And even that, I feel like their defense still played good enough to win that game. Um, so when you get this, when you get them going, uh, I would say that the, the, the best position on this defense, first off, uh, you got to circle the safety, Keith Galman. 26 tackles, third on the team in tackles. Uh, actually, 37 total tackles when you add the assist. And then five, count them. Count them. Five pass defle- deflections already on the season. This kid's been everywhere. Uh, he is joined in the secondary by Trey Young, uh, corner Daryl Luter Jr., and also Dwayne Betts and Davian Flinnard. So those guys getting after the ball, they, this team's been opt- opportunistic. They have, uh, what, uh, eight sacks too coming in here blitzing. So they, they've been getting after the ball a little bit. Linebacker Riley Cole really doing damage with two sacks leading the team, but also uh, Jeremiah Liddy's uh, Littles. I'm sorry, not Littles or not Litties. Uh, he's been getting after it too, two sacks as well, but they, they, they blitz a lot. They really, I like this defense, man. I, at least the times that I've really focused on this, uh, on this team, I've been impressed. I haven't watched every game. I didn't watch the UL Monroe game, but I have seen a decent amount of South Alabama football this year. And I, the defense stands out to me. So, uh, now we switch things over to the Eagles of the very golden Eagles of uh, Georgia Southern. I know they're just the Eagles. So we just like to say golden before every Eagle on the college experience, but they, uh, Georgia Southern been there. I compare them to Virginia tech because they've had like 20 or 30 players out multiple times this year. So it's really hard to get a read. I mean, they almost lost to Campbell opening day when they had 33 players out. Uh, they stormed back to win 27, 26, uh, then they got a bye week and they, they lost to Lafayette, Louisiana Lafayette on the final play of the game with a, uh, they were, so they were essentially winning and, and Lafayette made a 53 yarder. If memory serves me correct, that uh, went in as, as, as time went out. And then uh, they responded with a, with a big win uh, with a bunch of players out, probably a closer misleading score though. Uh, they won 35 30 at La Monroe, but that was a double digit game for most of the game but they had a ton of players out. Then they had a bye week. Then they had more players out, but they still won 41, nothing to against UMass. And then last week they, they lost to uh coastal Carolina who looks like perhaps maybe them or app state being the uh, best team in the Sun Belt. but they lost 28 to 14 to coastal. Uh, what we know what we're going to get with Georgia Southern. I mean, they've been a good program for, I feel like since their FCS days, but Chad Lunsford, 
uh, been with the program a long time uh, as a head coach. And I mean, as an assistant and then now becoming a head coach, we know what we're going to get triple option football, triple option football all over the place. And it's a beautiful thing to watch. I love how they, you know, not a non-service Academy, triple option, sign me up. Wish there were a couple more, but uh, you, you know what you're going to get with experienced quarterback, shy Wirtz, who uh, is 40 of 76 passing five touchdowns, three interceptions, uh, just completing 52.6% of his passes, which you think actually that should be a little bit better considering you're in the triple option. So when you pass, Normally your wideouts are really, really open. Uh, just 7.3 yards per completion. But hey, this kid, I, I've seen this kid play for a few, few years now, so I'm impressed by this guy. Wirtz also uh, second leading rusher on the team with 60 rushes, 333 yards and two scores. Uh, leading running back or leading rusher for the team is J.D. King at 87 for 490 and four scores, 5.6 yards a rush. But you know this is triple option football. They got, they got, runners everywhere. Wesley Kennedy, the third 31 for two Oh six, 6.6 yards of rush, three scores. Also Logan, Wright, 23 for one twenty-seven in a score and a bunch of other running backs that get some touches too. But, um, that's, that's, you know what you're going to get. And that's why it's tough for a, a, a team like South Alabama that, uh, you know, just, just played, uh, granted it was against, uh, La Monroe, who's almost like a bye week but to then have to, to quickly adapt to the triple option offense. But uh, receiving the ball, I guess if you want to circle, they throw to their running backs and tight ends a lot, but they do have one receiver that actually gets a good amount of looks, and that's Malik Murray, 9 for 139 in the score. Actually, they have an, another receiver that also has nine catches too, just not the same amount of yards. Caleb Hood, 9 for 96 in the score but they do love to throw it to the running back and the tight end as well. Wesley Kennedy, the third has four for one twenty-seven, second leading receiver on the team. And also uh, tight end, Bo Johnson, five for one Oh one and uh, two scores. And they, they like to get the tight ends involved. DJ Butler as well. So keep an eye on them kicking the ball. Georgia Southern traditionally had always had a lot of good kickers, 16 of 16 on extra points for Alex Rayner. Also five for seven on field goals with a long of 41. Um, and then defensively, uh, Lunsford teams, I mean, this program has been rolling with coaches from Lunsford to, uh, they had the, uh, what's the guy, the army head coach. I'm struggling to think of his name right now. And then, but before that was Paul Johnson, no, before that was Willie Fritz. They had Willie Fritz also. And then Paul Johnson, they just, they do good coaching hires. Uh, defensively though, linebacking core stands out to me. Rashad, uh, bird and, uh, Raynard Evans or Ellis. I'm sorry. Not, not Evans. Uh, both all over the field bird, uh, has a sack, a pick, a pass deflection also leads the team in tackles just, uh, just all over the place. Um, in the secondary Javon Singletary, the safety making some big plays. Also Derek canteen, keep an eye on him and Anthony Wilson, uh, on the D line. I would say, uh, this team, I mean, what are they at right now? Let me see here. Seven sacks on the season. Five picks on the season, so they're a good they're they're a good defense. Uh, leading the way for the sacks, Raymond Johnson the third, two two and a half sacks on the season. Watch out for him on the D line. I like this team. I love you know I, I've always been a been a Georgia Southern fan. So uh, remember when they upset the uh, the Gators of Florida a while back. But uh, Anyway, Vegas, uh, the people at my bookie are saying Georgia Southern minus five and a half. Mm. 
I do think it's tough to prepare for the triple option on just a, a short notice here. And I, I think South Alabama with the two quarterback system, I just don't know who they're going to start um, or who, I mean, if they're perhaps they play both, but give me a, I'm going to ride with Georgia Southern in a rebound game here. Give me the Eagles to rebound. I do think the five and a half is tough though. I could, I could see them winning by four, three, something like that. But Georgia Southern at home and in, in, in Jonesboro gets the, uh, or Statesboro Statesboro gets the win. Uh, so you heard it here first pick Dundee going with Georgia Southern. I need a rebound week and I need to start with Georgia Southern treating me well and shy words and company get that triple option going and give me a win here. All right, guys, this is the college experience Sunbelt style, uh, South Alabama at Georgia Southern style. And if you're a first time listener to the college experience, we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game, been doing it for four, just three and a half, four years now. And uh, yeah, we have, we release all of our picks at sports gambling podcast.com. And uh, yeah, we, we, we really appreciate it. If you subscribed or if you had some friends that like Georgia Southern football or perhaps South Alabama football or just football in general, please send over the podcast. We'd appreciate that. If you could go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review, that's really how things can get great. You know, that's really like what the, what's the best possible thing for us. Go to iTunes, give us a five-star review because our sponsors look at the comments and they say, Hey, people like these idiots. And uh, yeah, they give us money. We break down more games. Normally I'm joined by my co-host, Patty C former JMU Duke defensive back. He's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. And if you, if you did, if you were kind enough where you did leave me a uh, five-star iTunes review, take a screenshot of that tag me on Twitter or DM me on Twitter. And I will uh, enter you in a raffle to win a sweatshirt or a t-shirt from the college experience. And I'll put it like this. We're going to get you something. All right. We'll get you something. Just hook it up over here. Do us a solid. Um, we are part of the sports gambling podcast network. So uh, give them a follow at the SGP network. And don't forget to follow NC Nick, who I do my DFS podcast with. Yes. College football DraftKings fans Thursday night, me and NC Nick will have be, you can play against us. I'll put the, the link on the, uh, on my Twitter. So please, I welcome uh, anyone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come play us, have fun. Nothing, nothing crazy. Or if you just want to listen to our lineups, uh, Thursday, late Thursday night or early Friday morning, we do have that DFS show out there. So, uh, stay tuned. I think, think you guys might dig it and, uh, yeah, give him a follow at NC underscore N I C K and This is the college experience. South Alabama at Georgia Southern style. Take the Eagles minus the points. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.